Hello, everyone, and welcome into an all-new edition of Ileana Stock Car Radio, episode number 54. Jeremy Banning, Chris Goodacre here with you, as always. And Chris, quite the show we have lined up this evening. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I know this yes. is kind of kind of one of our throw it together at the last minute, but also I'm I'm excited. Yes, excited? I am excited. Great episode coming your way. We've got from the ARCA Midwest Tour, Greg McCarns and Tom White. Also, we will keep you guys up to date on all the latest information around the area, so stay tuned. Well, damn, Chris, it actually worked this time. All right. Hey, we're getting better. <laughs> something's getting better. Technology or something's getting better. But Us, we're getting better. We're getting better. Uh, Chris, I say we waste no time and we bring these two right yeah, in. Yeah, let's uh, just dive into this one. So we'll bring them in. I guess well, let's intro them first. Okay, yeah. Uh, so tell first, us who they are. <laughs> yes. So first up, uh, we'll have Greg McCarns. He's the owner and promoter from the Madison International Speedway, also the ARCA Midwest Tour. Uh, been involved with a bunch of other racetracks, Rockford Lacrosse as well uh big in this the mccarn's name is big in this area mm-hmm. uh, former artgo co-founder owner uh john mccarn's and then also tom white official starter the arca midwest tour and former official starter uh and a track official at the iliana motor speedway so let's go ahead and bring them in greg and tom welcome to the show you guys got us i do thanks for having me awesome yep we got you awesome well thanks for uh, taking a little time out of your evening I know you probably like uh, everybody else is busy getting ready uh, for the weekend to come. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to getting racing going back. Um, you know, when when everything started, we weren't sure how to shake out, but uh, racing's back in the state of Illinois, and uh, the you know the pavement track's been going strong there. Both Grundy and Rockford have gotten their weekly shows going, so we're excited to to finally get the Midwest Tour. Uh, back in action at Grundy and also returning there for the first time after uh, taking last year off. So it's uh, it's going to be neat to to bring the stars and cars back to to Grundy where it all started for my parents with Art Go and and uh, to see all the improvements that they made there at the track. It's just going to be a fantastic night to uh, to get out and and uh, get back to the racetrack. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you said, getting ready to start the season with the Wayne Carter Classic. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, that's kind of where it all started for the Argo Series and 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 your family there. Uh, so I, I would have to imagine the event probably holds a uh, a special place in your heart. Yeah, it, it is a you know Grundy. I grew up going there and sold programs to uh, countless race fans over the years throughout my youth, and uh, it's always been a, a fun track that was kind of our home track on Friday nights. And when I could start driving, I could, I would tool down uh, to, to Morris on Friday nights and take the back roads in my S10 and, and take in the, the Chicagoland racing. And it's a special, special place for, for us. And it's, uh, it's kind of fitting that uh, that's where the Midwest tour starts back up here in 2020. And uh, with the mix of outside drivers and the local drivers that we have entered, we're, uh, we know it's going to be a barn burner Saturday night for the Wayne Carter Classic. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've seen a couple of the hot shoes uh, from the Arkham Midwest Tour have, have popped in uh, on the registration list. Dalton Zier, Andrew Morrissey, and I'm sure a bunch of the local guys will be signed up as well. Yeah, we're putting the entry list out. We'll come out tomorrow. It's kind of wait until to see who got through the Slinger Nationals uh, tonight. Guys <laughs> like Ryan Farrell and Austin Nason are are there, uh, you know, uh, trying to trying to win that race there at Slinger, which is pushed back until tomorrow now. And then, um, so, but we're, we'll put that uh, entry list out tomorrow. But it looks like we'll be uh, twenty five to twenty seven cars strong. But it's it's really the who's who 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 you want from. Uh, from the Midwest and drivers from five states gonna gonna converge on Morris, Illinois. Uh, you mentioned Dalton Zare, who's our 2019 champion and most uh, recent Wayne Carter Classic winner, but also uh, Jonathan Island, who's a former champion from Hampton, Minnesota. He'll be coming down. He he ran second the last time that we were at Grundy, and also uh, Casey Johnson, who's red hot. Uh, he is the uh, he's our defending champion and uh, definitely one of the top drivers in the mid- Midwest and. Uh, I know he's uh, excited to, to get to Grundy. And then Paulie Schaefer ran second last Saturday night uh, at the weekly show there, and uh, he's he's tuned up. So a lot of our guys are, are looking to go, but then you throw the Eddie Hoffmans and DJ Weltmeyers into the mix, and it's going to be a, a heck of a program for the race fans. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Tom, uh, most of our audience uh, knows you as a local official with Ileana and Grundy. Uh, how long have you been working for the Midwest Tour now? Uh, since it started. Uh, back in 2000, I think in 2003, uh, Tim Olson owned it and uh, hired me. And I've uh, probably the longest employee there, <laughs> I would have to say. Now, I think uh, there should be extra pay for that. <laughs> well, you take that up with your boss. Obviously, we yeah. don't want to be in the middle of a labor dispute or anything, you know. Yeah, she, oh, she's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if I should go get her. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't we both know that? <laughs> uh so obviously things are going to be a little bit different this year uh with the virus and everything and greg i gotta imagine that trying to juggle both getting madison up and going and getting this the whole midwest tour going with races in illinois and uh wisconsin nashville that it's got to be pretty tough to get all this stuff coordinated right yeah, it's, it's a bit trying, but it, everyone's been going through it. Uh, it's pretty cool. The Illinois Motorsports Coalition got formed, and I think that's a good thing for short track racing in the state of in the state of Illinois. We've had it in Wisconsin for nine years, and uh, with our uh, promoters of Wisconsin Auto Racing Power Group, and uh, Illinois uh, followed along with it. Michigan's had it for a long time, which is who we copied in Wisconsin, and uh, a lot of good things have happened. And Matt Curl at Farmer City down to Chris Blair at Gateway and the Deary's at Rockford. Uh, just a, a lot of group effort and rowing the boat in the same direction to, to get racing back. So everyone's been been going through it, and we're, we're all kind of – luckily, Mother Nature has uh, trained us well to expect <laughs> the unexpected. So uh, I'm just kind of looking at everything kind of like a, a, you know, a, a bad forecast, and we, we roll with the punches as we can and reschedule as needed. But uh, now that we're uh, back at Grundy July 11th, uh, we go to the Larry Deaton's Memorial at Wausau, and then we go to the Gander 250, which is our, which is our big Tuesday night show on August 4th at Wisconsin International, which pays 10000 to win and 1200 to start. And those are uh, three big events right off the bat. And then uh, as the month of July progresses, 
we'll we'll get the rest of August figured out, but we know that we'll be running the last two weekends in August and and have plan A through Z uh, <laughs> at our discretion. We'll, and uh, hopefully here in the coming weeks, we'll we'll know which plan to put into action. And then we're at the Dells Oktoberfest and, and back to Nashville. Nashville just opened up. So uh, while it was delayed, I, I think we're going to have a strong seven race series and and make the best of it for this year and be stronger for it. Uh, a lot of a lot of good support from from uh, our tour regulars and some guys uh, hopping back in like uh, Jacob Gady, who was the NASCAR national champion. Uh, he just texted me last night, says that he's going to come down. He doesn't have anywhere to run this weekend. So, uh, you know, Jacob is a former winner at Bristol and, and one hell of a race car driver winning the national champion with a 12 year old, uh, uh, left-hander chassis and a 604 crate motor and, uh, put it to him last year on the NASCAR national scene. So he's coming down and, uh, Skylar Holshausen, who's, uh, a uh, very, very strong runner. Uh, he, he came out of the, uh, out of his semi-retirement and is excited about racing again. So he's, uh, coming down for that $5,000 top prize that was put up by Rod Baker Ford and Illinois truck and equipment. So a lot of good drivers, uh, pointing, uh, pointing their haulers towards Morris Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, for those that may be uh, watching and, and maybe not understand, uh, this probably for the both of you guys, kind of understand, uh, help everybody kind of understand what your guys' roles are going to be, what your nights are going to be like uh, for the Wayne Carter Classic coming up this Saturday. Um, just kind of what you guys work through and what you guys do. Because uh, really, a lot of us, like, you know, myself who works on a team or Chris and in, in, in the photography stuff, we only see kind of our aspects. And, you know, sometimes we always get pissed off at the officials, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, we don't really see everything that kind of goes into it. So explain a little bit of, of what you guys' roles are going to be. And, and so maybe help everybody appreciate it a little bit better. You first, Tommy. <laughs> okay. Well, my role, my role is to follow Greg's schedule. <laughs> and if anybody knows Greg's McCarns, he puts a schedule out and you go by the schedule by the minute. And uh, it's a pleasure working under those conditions. So, um, I mean, he's got the the divisions, the practices, everything set on a schedule. And uh, I'm actually scared of him. Uh, we don't start <laughs> on time. There's a lot of screaming going on behind the scenes, which you crews don't uh, normally see. But uh, my role is uh basically to uh help in tech and then um flag the practices and the uh, uh the midwest tour event uh, par portion of the event um in the, from the flag stand and then we also have a race director and we have a a whole a whole crew a whole crew that comes with us probably uh, three or four other tech people and uh, tech director and whatnot so uh, uh plenty of help and uh uh, that's usually how it goes down. Um, and then, uh, you know, the program starts out with qualifying. Qualifying is very important. Um, they, a lot of teams put a lot of effort into the qualifying. And then uh, the programs to, uh, put into, you know, a couple. One of the few series that around anymore that still runs heat races, which I still like. And, and um, you know, there's even odd heat races. And then um, top 16 make it by time which that's the emphasis on the uh, qualifying. And then those out of the top 16 go, get put into some qualifying races, which they race into the feature. The way they finish in those heat races is where they start in the feature. So all the races that uh, we put on are, you know, for a reason. So not, not just to go out there and run around for nothing. So 
So that's my role. And then right. uh, I understand we also have uh, two other support divisions along with us, which are kind of exciting. I, I, uh, the, the Vintage Series and um, the Midwest Compact Series, mm-hmm. which, which he's had before. So, so, so something uh, different, uh, something for everybody out there. Um, so that's my side of it. <laughs> Right. And I appreciate, uh, you know, one thing you mentioned there that I kind of appreciate is that, like you said, the heat races actually mean something because, it, mm-hmm. you know, several of the racetracks, they'll just run heat races on uh, Friday or Saturday night and they won't really determine anything. It's just, you know, get eight more laps or 10 more laps. And, you know, so I can definitely appreciate heat races actually meaning something for starting position. Right. And uh, I believe there's points involved with the uh, the fast heats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's uh, they they really do race. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I sometimes my jaw drops when I, some of them fast heat races I'm uh, flagging, and you know there's some some they're they're heated. I, I mean, you know, most people would just like, what are you doing? But uh, our guys, they they really go at it. So. Oh, was it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> now we're supposed so- to hear your your role. <clears throat> My, uh, I'm a race fan first, and so my uh, my job is to put on the best show possible for the fans. And uh, Tommy mentioned staying on schedule and all those things, and uh, all that lends itself to providing the best experience. So uh, we, we hustle on the, you know, on text messaging and everything to to try to get the top drivers from the area there and make sure that we have the top local stars. And that was something that uh, has always been important, and that's what the Midwest Tour is based on is. Uh, bringing the top uh, local talent to their home track to face the best touring drivers from the region and uh, to put on that show for the fans. So uh, that's really where our concentration's at. And uh, the the Midwest uh, Dash Series has put on a good show when they've been a part of any of our races, whether it's here or Jefferson or Madison or elsewhere. Uh, they've been a good support role. And the, the Northern Outlaw Vintage Series is kind of the uh, the offspring of – the Illinois vintage series and the vintage of the vintage before the vintage, but uh, they have some great looking cars and uh, put out some horsepower and it's just a nice change of pace and uh, be excited to see them back at, uh, at Grundy. Sure. Uh, And then I believe also we forgot to mention that the uh, Illinois stock car hall of fame will also be on the grounds. And I believe they have some past champions um, from the Grundy County Speedway uh, signing autographs that night. So, and then uh, Greg, I don't know um, what's unique with our series is we also always usually have a uh, autograph session for the fans, but I don't know with the current conditions if if we're able yeah, we to get, do that. That'll have to be a 2021 project, unfortunately. Okay. But the right. pits will be open after the races. Well, that'll actually uh, lead me into my next question, guys. So I appreciate when you guys do that. It makes my job a little easier. Uh, just how will things overall be different uh, given the current, uh, you know, COVID situation? Will you guys have your own protocols in place? Will you get like kind of leave that up to your host tracks uh, to put those protocols in place? Uh, how, how do you guys anticipate that working? Yeah, we're following the tracks lead. Um, there'll, there'll be some differences. They have some sanitation. Uh, stations set up around the track and so on uh we've uh you know our, our teams uh they, they ride in the hauler together so they've been asked to, to stay uh in their pit area drivers mean will be a little bit different but uh you know in the in the show aspect of things they're in race cars strapped in with helmets on 
and they're going to be battling for for five thousand dollars over a hundred laps. So the the product on the track isn't going to change. There's going to be a few things in the background, but uh, we're not going to let that uh, distract us from from putting on the on the races and and doing what we love Saturday night. Sure. Now, Tom, you mentioned a little bit ago, and you're kind of talking about your duties uh, and what what you do with the Midwest Tour. I'm curious how that differs from you know a lot of us know you from Ileana being the head starter there and and working tech and stuff there. How does that differ from the tour national or a, a local tour side of things versus just kind of your local track? Uh, basically, it's the same. Um, I flag the same. Um, it's just. Um, the cool part about it is um, the way it's designed is we're taking the best of the tour or the best of the Midwest and putting them up against the local drivers at the Grundy County Speedway, which is the, how the, the whole business model of, of the series is designed to put the local, the local cars up against the best in the Midwest. And I feel like we do have the best in the Midwest. And that's what I believe really makes the show. Um, you really know how you uh, you pan out when you're you're racing up against the drivers of the Midwest Tour, um, and and the rules are the same um, as as the Grundy County Speedway. So I'm I'm, I'm very hopeful. Uh, there's really no reason in the world why we shouldn't have a lot of local support. Um, uh, it's the same cost. Um, everything's it's it's the most bang for the buck as far as I'm concerned. As far as I know, so uh, I guess there's a little. Uh, we run the different tires. The only difference is the tires. So, but the, the flagging and the procedure, the flagging and everything's, you know, I've always promoted two lanes of racing, you know, so um, we really push on that. Um, we don't like a lot of beating and banging uh, or uprooting or whatever have you, but uh, uh, that's, that's how, that's how I've always flagged. Right. Right. Jeremy. I don't know yeah. if you ever, <laughs> I don't remember ever black flagging or anything. We got around. You, you never, you, you never black flag me, but you never let any of my restarts go. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I'm a stickler for that. I'll, I'll tell you that if it's, if it's not a good start, if, if you know, you know how, you know how it is in the stands. You know, I think it's got to be even off the corner, or we won't go with it. So I swear it's like you guys have my nose because Tommy, I was going to ask you about that because a lot of the memories <laughs> I have for you, especially as a fan was seeing guys, you know, two or three times, not get a good restart, and you just come hauling ass out of that flag stand down on the racetrack. I, uh, that was years ago. Uh, now, now it's kind of hard to get down there. Um, and, and the way uh, the way these drivers are today, all buckled in in the confine, uh, containment seats and uh, full-face helmets and whatnot, you start yelling your head off, and they can't hear a word you're saying, you know. <laughs> 20, 25 years ago with the open face helmets and, and, you know, you could reach in there and have a heated discussion and plead your case about how you wanted things done. And, and it was done. But uh, now we, uh, now we do it with spotters and radios and uh, generally I don't have to get down onto the racetrack. The, the messages nowadays are, are relayed through our race director or me up to the spotter. Our Midwest tour usually has, always has a spotter stand, which requires the spotters for all the cars to be in a, a group. And uh, then they are supposed to relay the messages down. Um, the, the way we operate is if we see some, uh, some blocking or uh, not, not, it, not giving a lane to pass or whatnot, we'll, uh, we'll send that message down through the radio 
and uh, we'll let that go for a little while and and then I'll start pointing a black flag at them and trying to get the message to them but all in all we usually uh, we usually get that uh, settled pretty good um, for for you know fair two side by side two lanes of racing uh, that we promote. So. Right. I was going to ask, do you guys uh, in your series run a race receiver? I know a lot of uh, series do or local tracks run race receivers, kind of makes communication when the drivers actually use them a little easier. Uh, so I don't know if that was something that you guys use or. We do not. Um, they have to monitor the spotter. The spotter. We don't have direct communication with the driver in the tour. The spotter is supposed to monitor our channel with a, uh, a scanner or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, and then our race director or I, or even Greg will get to the spot or the car and it's their job to relay the message down to the car, you know, as far as that and also relineups and to expedite, expedite the whole where you belong after a, a yellow or whatnot, or if you're going to the tail or whatnot, but uh, yeah, it's basically all done through the two way, the two way radios. So. All right. So a uh, question for Greg coming in from the uh, audience over here from Steve Bechtel of Grundy County Speedway uh, asking if any progress has been made with the town uh, having Madison Speedway open up anytime soon. Uh, really, it's the Dane County Health Department, and uh, we are continuing to try to educate them and uh, be allowed to open at a percentage. But as of right now, uh, no, uh, no such luck, but, but the, the fight continues on that and we'll concentrate on the tour and our involvement at lacrosse in the meantime. And, and, uh, hopefully we'll get Madison open soon. I'm going on the local ABC affiliate tomorrow to, to kind of share our story again and, and, uh, see if we can, can get something going. We've had, uh, we've been working with SEMA on that and had over 450 unique, uh, letters sent from our race fans, drivers, sponsors, crew members, and uh and so on uh, to the health department just uh trying to get them to have that conversation with us uh if the zoo can be open and movie theaters can be open surely we can uh we can figure out how to social distance in our 10,000 seat uh, arena there at at madison so we'll we'll continue doing that and, and see where that goes but um you know that's uh that, unfortunately that's where we're at on that but uh um you know the battle rages on there but it's it's us and Angel Park are the only two weekly tracks in Wisconsin that are currently not able to open due to health uh, health department regulations, and uh, we're uh, we're working in unison to to try to get the same uh, the, the same type of uh, considerations that other uh, businesses have been allowed in our county. So um, I appreciate you asking, and and uh, uh, we'll we'll keep on uh, keep on trying, but. Uh, like I say, it, it means a lot to me to get the tour going because uh, a, a guy like me, I'm used to doing, you know, 60 to 80 events a year, and and uh, this will be my second promotion of the year. I I got I got roped into doing a dirt late model show at Wilmot a few weeks ago, which is very <laughs> cool, but uh, definitely out of my uh, out of my regular uh, scheduled scheduled uh, broadcast. Uh, but uh, might do a couple more of them. We'll see, but. Uh, excited to get back in, in the mix with our, with our uh, teams and our fans at Grundy. Right now, you uh, this, this is a question, I guess, semi-related to that, uh, maybe a little bit off the beaten path. But uh, you, I mean, you've, 
obviously we we know your family history around here and you've you've grown up around racing so how'd you take the owning and promoting path versus maybe getting behind the wheel yourself well the i i just kind of i fell in love with with uh being an official with the midwest enduro series way back when and i got to lay out some ads for it for races like during the fair at Grundy County Speedway and I used to cheat score Eddie Hoffman that's the first person I ever scored a race for was Eddie Hoffman to make sure that the the scorecard wasn't getting altered and that was probably age I don't know seven or eight somewhere in there and announced a race at Impact Speedway which is what Madison was called when it was a dirt track when Tom Deary had to go to the bathroom and he handed me the microphone <laughs> and, and so I grew up in it and and uh, I thought I was going to be an NFL star and realized that wasn't going to pan out. And so sophomore year of high school, I, I made the decision to, to really turn my attention towards uh, the, the racing game and the promotion aspect of it. And I uh, just love every part about uh, getting, you know, get, getting fans to the into the stands and putting the show on. And, and uh, all those things are, uh, I find great joy in and when a driver gets his first win with me, whether it's in a sportsman car or in a, uh, uh, in a super late model, uh, Polly Schaefer finally got a win with me at Madison on a non-tour event. And I made sure I was down in victory lane to get my picture taken with him. It's, it's important. Gabe Summers won at Wausau last year. He was second in points at uh, new Smyrna, uh, for speed weeks a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, you, you got to make sure that guys like that are the, the up and comers. And we take a lot of pride in having the best drivers. And, um, you know, that's, that's how I, that's how I grew up. And I, I guess I don't know any better, but absolutely, uh, love the, love the challenges that it presents. And, uh, if, if, uh, if I had to do a, a real job nine to five, I'm not sure I'd survive. <laughs> uh, question for the both of you. And you guys have both talked about the level of talent here in the Midwest. Uh, and I, me personally, I probably put that talent above anywhere else in the country, but it seems like, you know, when you talk about you know, racing today or short track racing today, everybody goes south or maybe everybody goes west. And I personally kind of feel like the Midwest gets slighted a little bit. Uh, I kind of get your guys' thoughts on that and, and the level of talent that is truly here in the Midwest. I, I believe the Midwest has a top talent. I think none, none better. Um, I think the driving, the respect is second to none. Um, what I what I see a lot in the Midwest um, is the the driver a lot of times is the owner and works on the car and uh, and uh, that has a lot to do with how how you drive. Um, it's not like you know some young whippersnapper that you know wants to know what time practice is ready and you know he comes jumping in the car and away he goes. Uh, the, the Midwest, uh, them guys pretty much own their cars. They work on their cars uh, themselves. Now, there, there's an exception to a few of the teams, but uh, that's generally the way it works in the Midwest or Wisconsin, Minnesota, or whatnot. So um, not not really high, highly financed, you know, vast amounts of money that, that I've seen. So uh, I think that's, that's the difference. So. When you and, look at it, guys like Andrew Morrissey and Danny Fredrickson are both running Saturday. They are, you know, they own their own stuff, and they are some of the brightest minds. Dalton Zares right in there with them. Uh, I mean, these guys are behind the wheel, and they could probably hang up the driver's suit and the helmet and get 
paid money to go out east and set up car for the next uh, next big thing. But I mean, they these guys just love short track racing. They they help people as much as they can, and those are the the type of guys that we pride ourselves on having in the Midwest Tour because they understand it. it we you know every region thinks they got the best drivers, and uh, you know it, it is uh, dependent on the calendar. Uh, it, it does change. But I know when we were in Nat or in Charlotte for the NASCAR banquet in November, I did a Midwest's best party, and between Derek Krause, who was the West champion, and Sam Mayer, who was the East champion, and Jacob Gady, who was the national champion for the NASCAR Weekly Series, we had nine total drivers represented there more than any other region, and we had all those guys at a at a party before the banquet, and you you sit there, and the year before that we had. I mean, we had Steve Carlson at our party and anyone that can sit and watch Steve Carlson uh, race, he runs with us weekly at lacrosse and he'll be running fourth and you blink. And the next thing you know, he's on the outside going for the win uh, that guys like that just set the bar so high for, for other drivers to, to learn from and, and learn to race the right way. And we're very blessed to have, uh, have the talent level that we do. And we, we, like I say, we, we pride ourselves on, on not having those, uh, buy a ride type scenarios and and have guys that have the grease under their nails and have the understanding of the front end geometry to uh, put that car in victory lane. Yep, absolutely. Well, before we let you go, we're going to let you guys do one last sales pitch for everybody to come out to the Wayne Carter Classic, the ARCA Midwest Tour opening event this Saturday night at the Grundy County Speedway. Uh, sell them. Uh, what, what are you guys looking forward to? What do you think is uh, can't miss? And uh, let's, let's put on your promoter's hats for a minute. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, I was down there on opening night, uh, passing out flyers for my boss. And, um, I, I, I could not believe how nice the facility, how, how nice they fixed it all up. Um, it's just, it was absolutely remarkable. Uh, everything's painted really nice. Uh, guardrails are painted yellow, uh, the new lighting on the track and throughout the whole midway. And, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, Jeremy or Chris, uh, there was an interesting uh, washroom in the pit area. That, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, yeah. that, is, that is completely, completely remodeled, refurbished, and um, state-of-the-art. Uh, same thing with the uh, the grandstand uh, washrooms. They uh, mm-hmm. completely went in there and painted and uh, put some stainless steel apparatuses in there. And I was in there. That's where I hung up all the posters and funny story i i went in there and put all these really cool posters over the urinals and uh came back about 10 minutes later and six of them were gone so that's how you judge how good uh, Greg does with those posters so um uh, that was that and and i, I would have to add uh, I, like i say i'm really looking forward to the competition i'm really looking forward to seeing the eddie hoffman's and the nathan kelly's and uh and the uh you know uh, the top runners at the Grundy county speedway really putting on a show uh, or putting a competition up against our guys. And, and every one of them has an equal chance uh, with, with our, with our guys. So, um, and I'd like to add also that uh, when you're, when you're running or working with the McCarns family, uh, they make it, they make you feel it's, it's a whole family atmosphere. So um, the teams from the teams to the employees, to everybody, they, it's just like one, 
big happy family. Well, not always happy, but that's the way it starts out. <laughs> no, no family is always ever happy. So no, but that's uh, that's the that's the great part of working for uh, for Greg and his his family. So that's why I'm still there. So, so that's what I well, got. Oh, I thought it was be- I thought it was because I had to buy breakfast at our place Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, Let's see. The uh, so the last uh, last effort uh, again the the improvements done at Grundy have just raised the raised the bar and uh, made it a premier track in our region and we're bringing a premier event uh, like I said we got drivers from from five states we're gonna have uh, six former uh, Midwest Tour champions in there uh, we have the top Chicagoland uh, Friday night drivers. Uh, that are going to be running and it's just a, it's a good mix of, of drivers uh, going for a big prize. I mean, $5,000, 700 to start. This is a big pain show and but, uh, it's going but to Greg, be in town. Greg, yeah. I, I almost forgot. We, we completely forgot about Ricky Baker. Uh, Ricky Baker is debuting a brand new state of the art car. And uh, he, he's always the man to beat at the Grundy County Speedway. So, um, so, uh, he hasn't been out yet, so that's how I, for, I, I forgot about him, but not not to be forgotten. So, And then uh, the two great sponsors we have uh, to make this all possible, uh, Rod Baker Ford and the Illinois Truck and Equipment. So. Yep, and, and thanks to those guys, we're able to, to offer that purse. And uh, so, like I said, it, it has a lot of haulers pointing our way, uh, tied with the, with the Midwest Dash Series and the vintage cars. Uh, it's just going to be uh, really. Uh, it's going to be one of those shows you want to make sure you're at. We we haven't been there uh, since '18, and uh, the the tour's returning to Grundy. It's a whole new look. It's going to be under the LED lights. Uh, it's going to be a special night, and uh, the the circus is rolling into town, and you don't want to miss it. So uh, Midwest, it's uh, Midwest Tour dot Racing is our website. You can buy tickets in advance, or you can get them at the door. Uh, up to you and uh, racing starts at seven o'clock qualifying's at 5 30 but uh our goal is to have the show done by 10 o'clock and and have you on your way so a nice three-hour program and uh, we hope that you'll join us at grundy county saturday night awesome well before i let you go i don't want to be the controversial guy but i gotta be because we're getting questions from the peanut gallery over here <laughs> will the new five-star body be legal in 2021 with the arca midwest tour the the body's actually under a uh, local uh, allowance uh, will be on display and racing uh, this this weekend. Um, it will be legal next year on the tour. The uh, you know the ABC program is something that my father worked very hard in, and right. uh, while there's some missteps along the way, um, uh, we'll uh, we'll put those in the past and uh, do what's right for the short track industry as a whole in 2021 and uh, not uh, not hang people out to dry uh, this year that have that body because they were caught in the middle. So we'll do what's right by, by the guys that have those at the, the weekly tracks. But our uh, touring guys are on the ABC program and uh, will continue to be throughout the year. And But when we go to a track like Grundy or, or uh, State Park that have allowed those bodies, you know, it might be two or three guys, but uh, we're glad to have them run with us, and and uh, we'll move move on onward and upward for 2021. Awesome. 
Well, guys, that's all we got for tonight for you. Uh, appreciate you guys both taking the time out to stop by. Uh, we could probably have you guys on uh, with, with the history and, and, and whatnot. We probably have you guys on for several hours, but uh, always leave your fans wanting more. Uh, so it just gives a, a reason to have you guys back in the future. Yeah, my yeah, picture I is Tom Ruffner's first ever win in the Wayne Carter <laughs> Classic in 75. So if you can see that picture, but that's yep. Art Frigo and mm-hmm. Tom Ruffner down there on the front stretch at Grundy. And there's there's some yeah that's that's a whole topic for another story there, uh, show <laughs> there. There's hilarious stories that behind the scenes stories that I could tell you about about stuff that happens at racetrack with Greg McCarns. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see, it looks like the next episode just writing itself. It, it could. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the the forty third annual promoter of the year. I Well, on that he had note, to, he, had, he, had, he had to tell that to a, a competitor at the Walmart Speedway when I was there a couple of weeks ago. Well, that's always something good to have in your back pocket, though. I don't like to say it much, but his holler was too big. Uh, so, good stories, good time. Uh, look forward to and then, hopefully and of course, I, you've also you also heard that I strayed over to the dirt side last weekend too i i did see that because i saw you checked in over at the hill so yeah yeah i spent all night washing the flags last night so <laughs> I had to, I had to get them ready for friday night so. good to hear that you're finding work again tom yeah <laughs> oh man good stuff well we appreciate you guys taking the time out to uh talk with us for a little while and uh we look forward to seeing you guys at the racetrack and uh hopefully having you guys back on here pretty soon looking forward to it you bet. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Ah, Chris, good stuff, man. Yeah, it's uh, just kind of barely scratched the surface of good stuff, too. We did. And I, I figured we would only scratch the surface. Like I said, we could probably go on with them probably for several hours. but At uh, least, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I kind of in my, uh, I don't know what's the way to say it, Um, I guess dream episode, just like be sitting Stan Kalazinski and Tommy White, and we just you know run the cameras. Yeah, and you know what that you know those those episodes would probably be easier for me, like a Bechtel episode where mm-hmm. you know just kind of give them a topic and let them go. Um, <laughs> you know, and and for someone like myself who's maybe a little light on the history, uh, that's also a good learning opportunity. Well, you're young, so. you're, you're light on history to begin with. Well, that's true. I am. I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, interview there with uh, Tom White and Greg and Carnes and our local racing spotlight presented by S4 Motorsports Marketing. You can find S4 Motorsports on Facebook and Instagram. See how they can get your small business's message out front with on and off the track motorsports marketing. So that being said, let's move on to the weekly winner's circle. Uh, segment presented by Dammit Dimmit Race Videos. Dammit Dimmit Race Videos provides quality racing videos from the Grundy County Speedway and the South Bend Motor Speedway. You can watch all the videos on the Dammit Dimmit Race Videos YouTube page and also follow them on Facebook for the latest news and information on their schedule and their video postings. So let's take a look at what we had going on this past weekend from the South Bend Motor Speedway. A feature winners, they raced Friday night this past week on July 3rd. So Todd Cowan got the VROA modified. It was modified mania night, so he took the modified feature. Steve Stacy put uh, his outlaw late model in victory lane. Austin Maynard, he's uh, cleaning up in the sportsman late model division this season. Brandon Zachary is street stock victory. Matt Davis 
Uh, led a Davis trio, the top <laughs> top three there, uh, from what I saw in the results this past Friday. Uh, and then Dakota Milburn took the Hornet A feature. Moving on to the Grundy County Speedway, feature winners for Saturday, July 4th. Eddie Hoffman, surprise, surprise, took the super late model win. Uh, John Ventrello in the mid-ams. Johnson Urchin in the street stocks and Katie Hawking in the pure stock feature there. And last but not least, the Shady Hills Speedway. Nick Allen took the feature win, the Firecracker 50 UMP modified feature. I think I saw this 12 years between feature wins and the Firecracker 50. Uh, so quite the uh, span there, but nonetheless, picking up the vi uh, victory there. Lee Hobbs, the Lucky 7 stock car race number one. And Ryan Lagesty took the four-cylinder enduro event. A lot of racing this past weekend. Oh, yeah, I was... I was a little confused. I, <laughs> I got got to admit, you know, being being at South Bend on Friday and Grundy on on Saturday, I was kind of struggling with what day it was, but I made it through, and now I got six billion pictures to it. Well, you know, you keep clicking the camera. Yeah, I, another I, one I you got to edit. So I, I have thought about that, and I have slowed down on how fast i click i just also have other people clicking with me honestly the speed of click is the amount of the clicks yeah well you know that uh that new camera i got it it's got full auto where by the time i realize i'm holding the button down i've got about a dozen pictures man and then that means you've got a lot of work on the good acre photography pages this it week. does i grundy grundy's pictures from uh from last week finally got posted this morning south bend and shady hill gonna be a little bit longer <laughs> 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 well you better hurry up because taking a look at the local racing calendar we've got going on and that's a segue yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need a vacation next that's week. A, a segue by the way uh grundy county speedway is gonna be racing twice this weekend mm -hmm. friday july the 10th the mid-am stock car series will be at the grundy county speedway for the u pull it 44 uh also had the street stocks pure stocks midgets and super cups on hand and then we've been talking about it all night, Saturday, July 11th. The Arca Midwest Tours Wayne Carter Classic 100 will be taking to the Grundy County Speedway with the vintage uh, cars in the Midwest Compact Touring Series, uh, four-cylinder event. So that is going to be a jam-packed mm -hmm. night of racing, jam-packed weekend of racing around yeah. the Gr Grundy County Speedway. Uh, so if you're out that direction and want to check them out, uh, you find all the information there, Grundy County Speedway's Facebook page and the website. Uh, not 100% sure. I didn't. Uh, catch it when I was doing the research. Uh, if you have to pre-order tickets and whatnot for the Friday show, uh, but obviously for Arkham Midwest Tour, uh, Greg talked about how you can get tickets for that event. Uh, so go check the Facebook page there for all that information. Uh, if you want to go dirt racing uh, this weekend, that's uh, that's available for you too as well. Saturday, July 11th, Plymouth Speedway. They'll be racing with UMP Modifieds, Thunderstocks, the 600 Micros, and the Mini Stocks. Or if you want to take in the Shady Hill Speedway on the 11th, they've got the Scott Minter Memorial Race for the iMods. It's a 48-lap feature. Also having the Lucky 7 Stock Car Series Race number 2, uh, along, uh, along with the Modifieds, the Pro Late Models, and the Bombers. Now, if you're out east and you want a big, big racing show on Saturday night, well, they've got that for you, too, at the South Bend Motor Speedway. The Gambler. Featuring Kenny Wallace. That's right, NASCAR's Kenny Wallace. Uh, he's going to be on hand. So big night of racing. The Outlaw Late Models. They'll have the De uh, Denny Nairi Duel. Sportsman Late Models with the Magic Matt Memorial and the Street Stocks with the Doughboy Memorial out that way. 
Uh, so big night racing there as well. Uh, so you want more information on that, go to the South Bend Motor Speedway's Facebook page uh, and their website as well. You can find all of that information. So, Chris, it, a lot of racing going on this weekend. Yeah, that's that's putting it lightly. <laughs> I can already see like your, your camera finger is just twitching, mm-hmm. twitching out of exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, I think my eyes are twitching, too. <laughs> all that editing. Uh, look at the peanut gallery over here. Uh, they want to know what's in your cup this evening. Uh, still water always has been still water. One of these days you're going to switch it up and put something else in there. Just, and nobody's going to know. Right. We both can't drink at the same time. Yeah. We both can't drink at the same time. It makes it look way too coordinated and (laughs) and it makes it look fishy. We can't do that. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, Uh, well, Stan has now called me looser to which I will reply tighter. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, gotta love autocorrect. <laughs> uh, well, Chris, uh, a few uh, a few more bills we got to pay here with some of our remaining sponsors. Obviously, Good Acre Photography. Hey, that's uh, me. You, you kind of talked about uh, the schedule uh, plan. Yeah, you guys, my, uh, you guys got pain and suffering. You guys got going on over there. Uh, so, I'm sure that you will keep everybody abreast of the picture situation on goodacrephotography.com. I will indeed. The Facebook page and the Instagram page. So make sure everybody yeah, checks that, that. Check that out as well. You and me both. Uh, also wanted to uh, shout out the International Women's Motorsports Association. Uh, if you guys ever wanted to meet Melinda or the reps, uh, local reps for the International Women's Motorsports Association, they are going to be having a booth uh, out at the Grundy County Speedway this Saturday night. Uh, when the Arkham Midwest tour comes in there. Uh, so if you want to learn more about the International Women's Motorsports Association and meet the great folks out there, uh, the ambassadors for women's motorsports in the area, go ahead and check them out. Uh, so I think Left Turn and Graphics and uh, Boss Man, Driving DJ, and the Driving DJ Network. Uh, man, a lot of, uh, lot of, lot of partners that uh, help us mm-hmm. with this show. and We course, appreciate every one of them. Yeah, of course. Uh, including S4 Motorsports and Damn It, Damn It Race videos. We appreciate all of them as well. And we appreciate all you guys for watching this evening on the Facebook and YouTube pages. Uh, so if you haven't liked our and followed our pages, why not? Most of the people I see commenting are, are, are here, our regulars anyways. So uh, make sure to share this video, share our page, get us out there, trying to get uh, views and likes and, and just spread the message of local short track racing. So, Help us out by catching us out on, on, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That being said, any other final thoughts this evening, Christopher? Uh, I don't know if I had any beginning thoughts. Well, you know, I can understand that. So as uh, for Motorsports uh, update, they'll be at the Lowell Indiana Cruise Night. Stan, when is that cruise night? Because I assume it's not tonight. So when is that? So that will be this Saturday. So if you cannot make it to a racetrack, uh, right in the Lowell area, and you want to go out to a cruise night and see some cool classic rides and race cars and talk to Stan the Man uh, 3 and 4, go ahead and do that. Uh, Ricky Klein Jr., Kryptonite Photography, checking in. Done some awesome promos for the gambler. Uh, mm-hmm. so go check those out on Kryptonite Photography and the South Bend Motor Speedway Facebook page. Uh, and really, last thing I got before, before we let you go, uh, say – in, in the words of our buddy Tony Eldridge, man, get your backside trackside. A lot of stuff going on this weekend. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of racing. Everybody's been cooped up for a while. Uh, you know, if you're kind of a little shaky about getting out of the house, you know, just, you know, protect yourself. Wear a mask if you feel comfortable. Take some hand sanitizer with you and, uh, you know, space out. But uh, enjoy the weather. Enjoy the summer as mm-hmm. best you can and get out to the racetrack, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's where uh, I'm going to be for 
two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with that being said, everybody, hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. Uh, also, special thank you to Tom White and Greg McCarns again. Like I said, we could have had them on for probably several several hours. Or, or yeah, several... I think uh, I think Tom has already punched his ticket for at least two more episodes. But and you know what makes my job easier. So we definitely look forward to having them back. As we look forward to having you guys back again next week for an all new episode of Ileana Stock Car Radio. Take care, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>